Hi everyone, welcome to Not Your Grandma's Bible, where we are discovering the value of the Word of God. And so for today's podcast, I really think it's important to talk about like the foundation, the structure of why you're doing something, the heart, the motive behind it, because a lot of people, when a lot of people do podcasting, but two, I think when you're doing something that involves God, you need to pray about everything. You need to know that he's saying, do this. Because at the end of the at the end of the day, if he doesn't say do this, it's not going to work. Or it will work, but it won't be long lasting. It won't have a legacy. It won't stand. And so um, for this podcast episode, I just wanted to talk about myself, talk about why this is important to me, the purpose of what Not Your Grandma's Bible is, and just kind of set a foundation to where if anyone wants to... Um, partake in this to where it's like we're in October now so like if we're in like January 2024 and you go back and you're like oh what's not your grandma's bible you know what is this podcast you'll be able to look my first episode this is what it is this is what we're producing over here and hopefully by that time you see the fruit of discovering the value of the word of God and how it can really help and import into your life and how really the bible is a cheat code for every obstacle that we're living right now in the world and in our personal lives. So with that being said, um, let's get into it. You guys are going to hear my intro. It's by Madison Ward, Madison Ryan Ward. Um, it's called Higher. And in the lyrics talks about, Lord, take her higher. Um, you know, and that's exactly what I would want this podcast to be is God, take us to a new level with you. Take us to where we are understanding what your word says. Help us, God, to have dominion over the earth. And I know it says, like, take her higher in the lyrics, but this podcast is for men, women, straight, gay, no matter who you are, Christian, not Christian. This is safe space for everyone. I know everyone says that, but this really is because you guys are learning in real time, just like I am learning in real time, the value of God's word. And I'm going to be saying that throughout the whole podcast episodes because uh and I'll touch on it um after the theme song but you know I I grew up in church and I didn't understand how powerful God's word is so God's word is alive and sharper than two-edged sword and I didn't understand that so that's exactly why I did this pod but enough me talking let's go into the intro Okay, I hope you guys like that. Um, yeah, I, I love her. I haven't met her or seen her concert or anything like that, but I just think I love her songs. Um, she has a brand new album out called A New Thing. I love it. Feels like a new thing. I, I love her song. So, yeah, shout out to her. So, let's get back into Not Your Grandma's Bible. Purpose, what is it? So, as I was telling you guys before the theme song, about my life. Um, I grew up in church. I pretty much was a pastor's kid without having pastor's parents. Pa- I mean, my parents being pastors, right? And so Sunday school, choir, um, usher, child, anything at the church, I was there. <laughs> every week, every day I was there, right? And I feel like churches, even now, 
um, they really highlighted children's church, babies, um, five, five to like seven year olds. Right. And we learn about David and Goliath. We learn about Jonah and the whale. We, we learn about like these cute little fictional stories, right? That's how they present it. Obviously that's not the truth. As we get older, these are real stories and they ain't cute and tied up with the bow. That's not the case. But that's what we were taught as children. And as we grew up, teens, young adults, I'm 22 now, um, we really started to go through life. You know, I feel like a lot of parents and older uh, people feel like kids don't really deal with anything because we don't have jobs yet and we don't, and like we just go to school, right? But I know I was facing a lot, um, middle school, high school, you know, we're worrying about a lot, we're develop, our bodies are developing. And, you know, we're fighting principalities that we don't even understand. And so I just found myself at a lot of churches where they really didn't cater to teens. And if they did, we're having pizza night or we're, we're doing like cutting down trees for the men. Like we're not, we're not learning the word. And if the word is what we're supposed to use as our sword, as our weapon, we're, we are not, we're not equipped we are losing so many battles because we don't know what's in the word. And so I really felt a burden after, um, very recently, early October, I found this Bible called She Reads Truth. And that's the Bible I have right now. And because I really wanted to dive into the Bible. I, I know a lot of pastors, they say worship, prayer, read the Bible. Those are like three golden rules, right? And I agree. And I was like, okay, well, I have to worship down. <laughs> I have to pray down somewhat, right? But that Bible, though, I'm not trying to read that. Like, I'm I'm not. <laughs> too many chapters, too boring, too long. I just really couldn't get into it. And I, and I just kind of had this, like, what's the word? I just kind of felt like, nah, it's not for me, you know? And... I, in, in a way, I kind of felt like it was my grandma's Bible. Like, although like I never met my grandma because she passed away before I was alive, but it just felt like that's just what old Christians do. That's just what my parents read. That's just what my pastor reads. It wasn't, I didn't feel like it was for me though. Like as a youth, as a teen, I didn't feel like, like what's the benefit of reading the Bible? No one taught me that. And so I took it upon myself because at the end of the day, when you know better, you do better. That's in the Bible, not exactly said like that, but it's like in the Bible, it's like when you're a child, you think child ways, but when you're an adult, you know, you think like an adult. I'm phrasing that for sure, but <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We're not perfect. Um, and so I, I, I knew that I needed to read the Bible. I was like, I got everything down. I just don't have reading the Bible. And so I bought the She Reads, Reads Truth Bible and I told God, I prayed and we're going to do this prayer every time we read the Bible. Um, and, and it's a simple prayer. I just pray. I just prayed, God, give me the desire to read your Bible. Show me what you want to show me. Let, when I read the Bible, let it read me, let it come alive in me and give me the desire of your heart to read this. Because when I tell y'all, like I would read it, I would go on like a w one week streak, right? I'm, I'm in there, man. And that would stop. And I went to pick it up again. And I watched Tim Ross, The Basement. And she had he had this guest on. Her name was Candace. 
and um, her Bible was tatted up. And when I mean that, I mean like highlighted, sticky notes, everything. And Tim Ross is the same. Tim Ross is where he knows his Bible left and right. You can't like you can't tell him nothing about the Bible. He knows it. And I wanted to be like that. And I was like, why? It, it, why am I claiming that I'm a follower of Christ if I don't even know what's in His Word? Like straight up, like I can't be claiming I'm this, I'm that if I don't even know what I'm claiming. That's that's a word for somebody. Like you claiming you this, you that, you don't even know the details of what you're saying. Like, and that was me. Like, I was like, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm this, I'm that. Babes, you don't even read what he brought you. Like you don't even, he purposely made this book, designed this book, crafted this book to help us in the world. And and I'm over here like, nah, I don't need that. It's too much. Imagine if God said it's too much to die on the cross for us. And she's still going to sin, so I ain't going to die on the cross today. Maybe I'll wait a few more years. Like, imagine, but that's how we play God. And so, um, in October, I, I bought the Bible, and I was like, okay, I'm going to read this. God, give me the desire of your heart. Pray that prayer. And since that day, I literally have been changed, and I love reading it. Like, even, like, I do um, a Bible, like, reading plan, because it is difficult to read the Bible. I'm not going to lie. And I do a Bible plan. It really helps split it up and it makes it easy. And I'm over here like, man, I can't wait till tomorrow so that I can read my Bible plan. Like, <laughs> it's so corny. But when you understand how powerful the word is and when you understand that the world is looking for answers, the world is looking for hope, identity, purpose. And when you understand that you have a Bible right there in your lap that tells you all the answers that helps you when you're fighting depression, when you're fighting anxiety, when you're fighting identity and self-worth. You have something that God has given you that lasts ages, that lasts forever and ever. And it's just like, I want to help people with that while also helping myself. <laughs> you know, because Peter says, or, or maybe it was Paul talking about how you boast in your weakness. I ain't going to lie, reading the Bible, that's been a weakness for me. That's been weakness because I, I really didn't want to read it. But um, with God's help, I find the strength every day to get up and, and finish my Bible plan. Not because to check it off, but because I genuinely want to know what's in the word. I need help with, with dating or with love or with anxiety, whatever, whatever your thing may be. I need help with that. And I know that the Bible can help me. And that it's powerful and that it's alive. And that when I read the Bible, it reads me and it helps me. And so that's the whole purpose of Not Your Grandma's Bible is to really show and to discover that everything we need is in the word. We don't have to go to the world and have them tell us what love, what is love. What should we do for dating? What is marriage? What is sex? God forbid, you know, the, the church didn't even talk about sex, but the Bible does. And that's the whole thing. I feel like for me, when I was, my stomach just growled. I'm so sorry if you heard that. Like, <laughs> my stomach said, forget about feeding on the word. Feed my stomach with actual food, please. Anyway, and so when I was a kid, um, I was talking to you, to you guys about how I thought like the Bible for like the old people and the pastor. It's so funny because I already judged the Bible based off something that I didn't even read or touch 
Like, I don't even remember when I was a teen or a young adult actually picking up the Bible and being like, well, what does it say about dating? What does God say I should do with my body? What does God say about sex? I never picked up the word to find that out because I didn't think there was value in it. But that's my whole point with this podcast is to show that there is value in the word and that we might have misjudged the Bible before we even opened it, just like we misjudged God before we even have a relationship with him. What people say about the Bible, what people say about Christianity, what people say about God, unless you have a relationship, you're never going to know the truth. And that's the whole thing about um, the Bible is that it's based off truth and factual information. You know, the Bible, as I was reading the Bible, I just kept saying, wow, how relevant is this? How current is this? Something that was written eons ago is still powerful, alive, relevant in 2023 and 2024 and 2025 it will forever be relevant and current because his word doesn't return void his word remains the same and the promises that he says he's going to do always he keeps and so that's what I wanted to talk about on this pod and that will be the foundation of it is I want us young adults teens older um, people, whoever listening, I want us to fall in love with the Bible and to fall in love with God again, to fall in love with his words and his actions. We hear so much about what God doesn't do, but what about what he did? And, And the thing is, it's not even what God didn't do. A lot of times, if you're praying hard for something and it doesn't happen, one, either he has something greater for you or two, it's protection. Like, He is a loving God. He is a sovereign God. He is a faithful God, closer than a brother. He is a friend. But we're not going to know that unless we pick up this Bible, unless we pick up this word. And we need to understand for ourselves why we believe in God, why we believe in Jesus, why he died in the sins for us. So many people who aren't Christians are coming to us for answers, coming to Christians for answers, coming to church for answers. And we don't have anything to give because we're not in the word. How do we deal with um, same-sex desires? How do we deal with depression? How do we deal with spiritual warfare? It's in the Bible, but, but because we don't read it, we don't know. And so now these people are going elsewhere to look for their answers, to have peace of mind, when it's like, God's the Prince of Peace. Why are we not telling them what is in here? Why are we not helping them what is in here? And it's because, I know for me, it's because I was lazy. And I was like, eh, it's too much, too boring. I adjust the Bible before I even read it. But no, that changed it. That changes today. We will be walking with the word in our hearts. We will hide the word in our hearts. And we will become a generation to where if people are asking questions, we won't know the truth based on the word. And so that's why I declare over us today and through the following episodes that I'm going to put out and everything like that, like, The Bible is powerful. God is in us. We will hide the words in our hearts. The Bible is alive. And we will see a generation rise up and love God and be honest and truthful and express the love of Jesus in a healthy way. And um, speaking of love, that's going to be the next one. I'm doing a thing called CC. And CC means cheat codes because earlier I said that the Bible... It's literally the cheat codes to life. And so every Saturday I'm going to post 
um, CC, which is, which is cheat codes. And the first one is going to be cheat codes for love. Because so many times Christians, Jesus and God, you know, they, they're love. And for God to be love, but as Christians, we are the worst at showing it to anyone. It doesn't matter if Christian or Christian, Christian with the LGBT uh, community, Christians with their friends or neighbors or haters or enemies, doesn't matter. We suck at it. And I really want to touch on that topic for the first Chico's because through everything is through the heart, first of all. And then second, God, if God is love, there's so many verses in the Bible that talks about love and talks about how without love, we are nothing. Um, love your brother, love your neighbor as yourself. The greatest is love God before, you know, love God, heart, soul, mind, everything like that. I'm obviously paraphrasing these verses, but it's like, um, love is so important and we overlook that and we listen to what the world says, we listen to what our family members say, and it's all out of hurt. But if we can go to the Bible, God, what do you say about love? What is love? How do we treat our enemies with love and with kindness and patience? And so I, I wanted to talk about that too. That's going to come out um, soon. But yeah, so I hope you guys got the foundation. I know we kind of took some some twists and turns with the conversation, but that's just how I talk. <laughs> when you really start to like have the Bible in your heart, man, the verses just start popping up and and um, conversations just start being twist and turn. But I hope you guys understand what the purpose is, which is to spread the good news of God. I am so sorry if you hear my stomach growling. I am going to eat after this. <laughs> but I hope that you understand the purpose and the structure. And it's to spread the good news of God. And really for me, what I would love to see is those young adults, those teens who felt neglected and who felt like there's not a space for me. And who felt like, I don't know how to read the Bible. I don't know how to approach something that was made years ago. And like, how do, how do I navigate this? How do I fall in love with the Bible? How do I discover the value of the Bible? All those questions, I hope that with God and with him using me as a vessel can be answered. Or at least progressing. That's what I would love is progressing of understanding the Bible and loving and falling in love with the Bible. Not perfection, obviously. You're not going to fall. I mean, maybe you will, but you're not going to like immediately fall in love with the word of God reading, you know, numbers. <laughs> like that's a harder type of book to read when you're beginning. But I just hope that progression, if, you know, one day you wake up, okay, I'm going to read a chapter. And then a month go by, okay, I'm, I'm going to read two chapters. I'm going to do a devotional. Like, that's what I would love to see through this podcast. And that's the fruit that I would love to see. Um, But yeah, feel free to follow me on, on my socials. Um, Instagram, not your grandmother's, or not your grandma's uh, Bible. I'm going to use grandma and grandmother interchangeably. So, but it, it is not your grandma's Bible. Instagram and TikTok will be the same, not your grandma's Bible. And, um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. I pray that we will go through this journey together, discovering the value of the word of God. And, um, it's never too late. It's never too late to pick up the word because I didn't mention this, but I've been saved since I was six or seven. 
I'm 22 now. So that's a bunch of years <laughs> where I have not read the Bible fully. I've never read the Bible in a year, actually. And so it's never too late. If you're 40, if you're 60, 80, yo, God woke you up this morning. So you can still read the Bible. You can still do what God called you to do. You can still dream the dreams that he has, he has promised you. It's never too late. And even, this is a side note, but someone might need this. Even when the Bible really used a lot of um, mothers who weren't mothers at the time. So like Sarah and Abraham conceiving Isaac. Um, Hannah conceiving, um, who, who did she conceive? I think it was Samson. Oh my gosh, who was it? No, no, Hannah birthed Samuel. Um, and then the mother of Samson, I think it was like, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. It starts with an M. Or even um, John the Baptist, how he was conceived. All these children were conceived by women who's, who uh, were barren. And all of the women thought like, no, I can't do it. I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm too that. And God said, okay, bet. He said, just believe in me and it's going to happen. And so for anyone who's 40, 50, 60, who just feels like, I, I can't do it, God. I can't, I can't read the Bible again. I can't trust you again. You never know what God is going to do with your life. And the disappointment that those mothers who were barren felt. When God said, hey, you're going to have a kid. Like, look at the, look at the fruit they produce. Like everyone... All the mothers who were like, oh, we can't produce. Bro, they produced Isaac, John the Baptist, Samuel, Samson. Like these are icons in the Bible when we really think about it. And the, and the mothers were so old to where they were like, bro, I can't do it. I can't do it. But watch what being faithful to God will do. Watch what your damage, quote unquote. Watch what God can take with that. I can imagine the mothers back then how that was like the big thing. Like you got to be a mother. You have to get birth. Has to be a son, like, and imagine those mothers who were barren, who couldn't do that. They felt like failures. They felt like I had nothing to offer, but God took that, that pain and he switched it and for it to become a masterpiece. And look at the people who they birthed. I mean, they done great in the kingdom. And so for your situation, if, if you're old and you're just like, God, I don't think I got anything left, man. Like I already had the kids, I already had the house. I, I got my retirement money. Like I'm out of here. Don't quit. Keep going. God, if you woke up this morning, God has something for you. Period. He still wants you to do something. And it's never too late. God purposely put those people in the Bible to tell you that no matter what age, I can use you. God said, come as a child. Little ones, you can do it too. You can believe too. God can use anyone, anything, any situation. Period. And we're going to discover that in the Bible. And that's going to be it. <laughs> so thank you very much for coming. Um, I hope that the words I'm saying that you hear God through them and that you're going to take the next step, whatever that may be, you know, I'm not here to tell you, you got to read five, five verses before you come on this pod and you listen to it. No, no, just come, just listen, just be in the presence. Like that's it. I'm, I'm not asking y'all to do nothing, man, because at the end of the day, God's going to do that. God's going to convict your heart. God's going to tell you, Hey, you need to read. You need to read Psalms. You need to read Matthews. He's going to do that. I'm just here to be the vessel and telling you guys, like, I'm reading Luke right now. I'm, I'm dealing I'm dealing with, with lust or I'm dealing with anxiety. I'm going to go to the Bible and be like, this is what 
the Bible says. If you guys are feeling this way, come join me in this journey. That, that's my job. God's going to handle the rest. So yeah, I, I feel like I've been talking enough. <laughs> Although this is a podcast, I feel like I'm talking a lot. <laughs> but thank you for joining Not Your Grandma's Bible. Uh, I'm your host, Vanessa. I, I pray that this touched your heart and your mind, your soul. And that's it. Thank you. Take her Show her every door and how the windows let the sun in. Copy out the key and tell her this is for becoming. Even in the fever, baby, cry and get to running.